Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh. Welcome back to the program called Education in Daba here on The Voice of the Cape 91.3 FM Stereo with your host this evening, Ridwan Ahmed and Yasira Adonis. And it's alhamdulillah, it is Sunday, the 11th of October 2015, corresponding with the 27th of the Hijjah 1436. Just a reminder to our listeners that you can participate in the program by sending us your SMS to the number 47913. The SMS line 47913 Now moving on to the first segment of the education in our program We said we're going to be speaking about Advitech schools And we have online the head of academics And that is Mr. John Lewis uh, Good evening to you sir Good evening, and uh, thank you very much for inviting me to be part of this conversation. Well, thank you as well for taking out from your time, particularly on a Sunday evening, to share with our listeners more about the Advitech schools. So where do we start this uh, conversation? Well, the Advitech schools um, are based around the country. They offer premium education uh, across approximately 80 schools, mm-hmm. and they go from pre-primary all the way to the high school. Okay, when you say from pre-primary to the high school, is it up until grade 12 or which grade? Yes, do, okay. so from grade triple north all the way to grade 12. Okay, and you have about 80 schools uh, that, you, that, you, that you are involved with? Yes, across the country, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, so what is the Advitech schools? What is the, the focus around the Advitech schools? Well, we have different brands. So um, we don't have one single focus. Uh, We have schools that um, are uh, faith-based, for example, Christian schools. We have schools that are uh, non-denominational. We have schools that take in students at grade 10 um, through to grade 12, um, and they offer grade 10 to 12 only. We have schools that are pre-primary schools only. We have schools that... um, that offer the Cambridge. We have schools that offer the uh, interna- uh, Independent Examinations Board um, uh, offering, and we have schools that follow the Department of Basic Education CAPS uh, program. So we have we have uh, quite a variety of schools with very different offerings. Um, at the end of the day, Advitech is committed to offering uh, an excellent. Um, education regardless of the type of school that is under the umbrella. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just for our listeners and even maybe a bit myself, uh, Louise, you know, John, you know, what, is, what does Advitech do basically? Well, Advitech is, they own schools and basically um, any school would have a head and its structure and then teachers and Advitech themselves from a um, uh, uh, a, a head office perspective, look at various aspects that go into managing a school, such as HR, marketing, from the academic side where I am um, uh, managing that process. We are about professional development of teachers. We are about quality management. We are about curriculum development. We are about support services. Um, and we uh, we even... Uh, look at taking in students, aspiring teachers, and developing them um, so that they are uh, able to be uh, appointed in our schools when they are qualified. Mm-hmm. So this is really then almost like the privatization of the schooling system, then if I understand you correctly. 
Yeah, all our schools are private schools. None of our schools are public schools, correct. Mm-hmm. We're, we're uh, an independent education um, company. Well, it's almost like an independent education department, almost kind of, but you're saying, uh, well, you regard yourself as an independent education uh, company, and that is Advitech. Uh, Yasira, I don't have uh, any questions, maybe a comment from your side. Shukran, Didwan. I think, you know, if you're looking at the vast focus that ad- advanced tech schools or, or advitech schools focus on, <coughs> I think, you know, when you bring it all together, um, you get a more holistic child at the end of the day, a more well-rounded child at the end of the day. And, you know, the most um, catching thing for me was the development of the curriculum and professional development, which is lagging, you know, with our educators. They are um, exposed to so many things, you know, the admin time. They have to go to different kind of workshops. Um, when children are in the classroom, and especially barriers to learning, you know, the amount of insight that is gained in that workshop is very few in that regard. So they cannot address and manage problems, you know, as effectively as they could, should more resources be available, Ridwan. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me just check with uh, Mr. John Lewis. You know, what are the resources like within your Advitech schools? Well, obviously, because we offer premium education, um, the resources are of a uh, top standard. Um, teachers, um, you know, will think about best practice in the classroom and attached to best practice are the resources that allow for that best practice. And um, those resources are put in place, obviously within reason, you know, uh, but uh, on the whole, um, yeah, it's a top education offering. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, let's say that we're speaking uh, to uh, Mr. John Louise, who's the head of academics at the Advitech Schools Division. And that's really a private, uh, almost educational company that has about 80 schools ranging from pre-primary right up until grade 12. Now, uh, Mr. John Louise, you know, my question then to you is, you know, what then separates uh, if I want to say your schools, you know, from the mainstream schools with, under the auspices of the Western Cape Education Department? Well, we do have uh, schools that are in the Western Cape. We have the Abbott's Colleges. But I think when we look at curriculum, um, very often there is a very narrow-minded uh, approach to curriculum. It's all about uh, passing tests, passing exams. The more tests you write, the better. Um, and actually, education for our students today is way more than just being able to access tertiary education by writing an exam and being successful in an exam at the end of your schooling career. There's so much more that goes into educating a student. Mm-hmm. So in the Advitech schools, what is minimum is a worldview linked to a value system. And so um, we believe, for example, that if a child... Um, exiting an advertech school should be a person of integrity, then we believe we can teach to that. Now, the CAPS document that the department put out will not have a component talking to that particular aspect, will not have a component talking to a value system that we would like our students to hold on to. Um, there are also, in today's world, um, global competencies. Um, and those include things like communication, good communication, collaboration, media literacy, information literacy, organization, um, uh, effective skills, things like mindfulness, all of that sort of thing, which is 
often, I believe, lacking in a public school curriculum. So on top of being successful or creating a, a, a program which allows students to exit their schooling career with a very strong set of results, our curriculum looks at other competencies that are possibly deemed to be uh, more important in terms of preparing students for uh, the real world. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know, Yasira, do you have any questions or comments uh, maybe at this stage? Shukran, Ridwan, just a comment, you know, and we're looking at mindfulness and I think it's a new trend in psychology where they're saying, you know, are you mindful um, within a situation? And I think what um, Mr. Louise is making reference to is, you know, how do we um, manage ourselves within the present rather than looking at the past you know, and what am I going to do in the future? But, you know, becoming su- successful around doing right now. And if we're looking at global competencies, you know, I need to agree with this that um, when our children exit the system, you know, can they compete with the age cohort um, in various countries? You know, how would they fare should they want to live abroad or apply, you know, to a different university that is not within the South African context? You know, how would they then fit in and be competent enough and look at, you know, sharing, you know, views across the world and not just what they've learned, you know, within our context here at home, Ridwan? Okay, now shukran for that, Yashira. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I th- I'm just thinking that I'm as a, as a presenter this evening court almost kind of uh, because I I'm more really in favor of our public education and really not in favor of the privatization of education for various given reasons. Um, but as I said to our listeners, we do have online Mr. John Lewis, who is the head of academics at Advitech Schools. And they have about 80 schools ranging from pre-primary up until grade 12. Uh, one of the focuses uh, that uh, uh, that has come to my mind is the issue that this, the, the curriculum is not really exams or test driven. Uh, the view is that you know the school has uh, a child has so much more to offer, and we're speaking about a v- a world view, uh, you know, linking or leading to a particular value system, for example. Now, can I just check, uh, Mr. Louise? You know, in terms of uh, we've covered resources, for example, um, your educators obviously certainly they are qualified educators that you use it in the classroom. You follow sometimes the WCD curriculum. Uh, we Well, the WCED curriculum is based on the CATS. So um, even if you write the Independent Examination Board exam, that exam is based uh, largely on what the CATS that the Department of Basic Education puts out uh, looks like. But that, that exam, the, the WCED CATS document or the CATS curriculum is really about accessing and acquiring knowledge and then being able to sit a time-constrained exam which um, uh, requires you to sometimes regurgitate and not always um, apply that knowledge that you've gained in a way that you can transfer it to the real world. So, so it is quite limited. If you just think about how you would best prepare your, your, your child for the for the uh, for the future, you would understand that um, content is accessible anywhere. If you need to know um, anything, really, you can access it on your cell phone. You can access it on the net. The most important thing is to be able to deal with that content in a way that um, serves the world well. So, for example, another aspect of our curriculum is 
transdisciplinary or interdisciplinary mm. learning. It's really Im- important that students understand that even though they might go to separate lessons in mathematics, English, history, geography, etc., the world doesn't work in single discipline um, subjects. So it is important that before your students exit uh, the, 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 the schooling um, career, it is important that they understand how all of these single disciplines, all these single subjects, actually come together in a work environment, in a workforce. So we often like to engage our students in projects that are more real-world projects, as opposed to a curriculum which is put out by any um, a department of education, provincial actually. Uh, basically, they're all following the same uh, curriculum, which is the CAPS document. And that is, it's a bit more than just focusing on passing the exam, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, a quick comment from your side. Shukran, Ridwan. Um, you know, and I, and I just have to go back again and say, when we're looking at, and I think Dr. Lalkin and I and yourself, Ridwan, if we speak about, you know, what is needed in the classroom, we spoke about um, emotional, you know, maturity and development and how we see ourselves and how we address ourselves and what is the life skills that we need to make it outside in the world, you know, given the conf- information that we've received, but then how do we process it and how do we retrieve it and apply it to various situations that will be, that we will be faced with once we have finished high school and what makes this information applicable? How do we know how to apply it? And if we're looking at the engagement in world projects, you know, I think it gives us that kind of insight around, you know, if I have this information, how do I bring it all together and then give some kind of, you know, answer to what it means to me in relation to the world. So I can see how the same content that is being taught in our public schools um, and other private schools, you know, just the way that it's being learned and the application of it is done in a different way. Right? Okay, well, that's an interesting comment that you're making, Yasira, because I would quite, I would really be interested to know how this application actually takes place and how is it different from your public mainstream school? Because if you're speaking about the Western Cape, for example, um, you were using qualified education educators who's probably from the Western Cape, unless um, Mr. Louise is saying to us that the educators comes from somewhere else and they've received a different uh, method of training. Uh, Mr. Louise? No, no. Actually, you know, you mentioned that uh, you're in favor of public education and you're not uh, so in favor of... Um, of um, privatization. Yeah, privatization. But the reality is that um, we all have to play a, a role in lifting the game with regards to the, our education system. So it's not trying to dissociate ourselves from the Department of Education. We actually work quite closely with them. But where we have an advantage is we're able to engage in forums around the world. I have engaged in many an international forum where we discuss the shift and the transition that is spoken about in education around the world. And it's all about how do we serve our students best when they exit our schooling system. And I'm going to repeat myself and say that, unfortunately, in our public system, and we're not the only ones, there are many countries that are still struggling with, with, this, um, with this battle. We are not serving our students well if all we are doing is training them to sit examinations in which they regurgitate and learn things off by heart. 
So where we play a significant role in relation to the Department of Education is we actually almost um, lifting the game by being good role models. And when we engage the Department of Education, uh, it's not in a, in a way that, um, that uh, wants us to increase the gap between public schools and private schools, but actually in a way that, that uh, when the Department of Education think about their reform and their new curriculum that they put out whenever that is, that they engage with what is happening around the world with regards to um, progressive and 21st century curriculum. Mm-hmm. Well, that certainly makes sense, you know, that, I mean, put something out there for the Western Cape Education Department to really measure themselves up against. Um, but another concern that I quickly have, whilst I have you on the line, Mr. John Lewis, uh, is the whole issue around, apart from the 80 schools, uh, and again, I'm just focusing primarily, unfortunately, at this stage on the Western Cape, you know, um, who do you cater for as a learner? Well, we, that, that is, uh, you know, we, we are a private school, so we've got fees. And um, our fees range from middle of the range to uh, middle of the range would probably be um, twice that of uh, a Model C school, um, if we understand what I mean by Model C school, mm. which is a public school. And then we have premium schools where the fees are much higher. So... That is the difficulty that not all children can access our uh, our programs. That is why we really have to, you know, I spoke about professional development, and more and more what we're trying to do is open our space of professional development that we engage our teachers with. We're trying to more and more open that space to teachers from public schools so that they can enjoy the same um, uh, rich conversations that our teachers will enjoy. So in terms of who accesses our schools, we're a private school and there are um, fees to be paid. We don't get subsidies from the government. So it's really the students that can pay our fees. Mm-hmm. We do have bursary programs, but to be honest with you, um, it's, we, we're able to assist a few students, but in the long picture, there is a long list of students that... Uh, that, um, that just don't get that. You know, before my position at head of academics uh, at, at the Advertech schools, I was the head of academics at um, the Oprah Winfrey Leadership Academy for Girls. And I can tell you that in any one year, we would have thousands of applicants, of students, of young little girls from all over the country, and all they really wanted was a decent education. And unfortunately, at that school, we could place between 60 and 70 students. So students around this country are desperate for a, an education, which is not outstanding, but can just be classified as decent and uh, good and relevant. So the country, in terms of where we're at and the number of students that are able to access uh, an education which is of value. Uh, it's if you just um, do your survey and you go around the country and you interview a lot of students, you will see that many students are are desperate. Actually, okay. Well, on that, so it's yeah. a massive problem. Mm-hmm. Well, on that affordable note of educational value, let's go for a quick ad break, and when we come back, we'll continue with the program called Education in Daba here on the Voice of the Cape.
Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi ta'ala wabarakatuh. Welcome back to the program called Education in Daba here on The Voice of the Cape 91.3 FM studio with your host this evening Ridwan Ahmed and Yasira Adonis. And if you have just joined us, we are joined online by the Head of Academics at the Advitech Schools Division and that is Mr. John Louise. And we're just saying, you know, that they deliver premier education to uh, 80 schools uh, and they range from pre-primary up until really up to grade 12. We spoke about the issue around the focus you know, on exams versus tests. We spoke about the whole issue around CAPS which is focused on the acquiring of knowledge versus really what the Advitech schools can offer. Now, Mr. Louise, you know, when we speak of uh, our classroom sizes, for example, you know, what do you offer our parents out there? We offer small classes. Um, you know, when uh, when education is not free, but it comes at a premium price, um, uh, you get a, a, a better offering. So, so we offer small classes. Um, our biggest classes are about 25, but we have classes that are much smaller. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, one of the other things that I just wanted to ask, and I've got the Asira Donuts as my co-presenter, for example, uh, within the, and let's call it the public sector for now, you know, for, for, for ease of reference, we've got uh, auxiliary services, for example, that's available to our students. Uh, does the Advitech uh, school offer something similar? We, are, uh, in terms of auxiliary services, you know, when you come into our school system, um, Really, we uh, provide a system whereby the individual is looked at very carefully and the needs of the individual. So if, uh, if at, let's say, at the younger end, um, if remediation is necessary and uh, uh, a child needs speech therapy, for example, then that will be provided. Um, uh, at the top end, if a child needs special um uh, uh, support in a particular subject, let's say mathematics, that support is provided. So, so in terms of the services, the 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 when you buy into a an Advitech school, the Advitech schools really are able to provide everything that the child does need. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anything in conclusion that you would like to wrap up with and share with our listeners, uh, Mr. Louise? Ridwan, I think, um, first of all, thank you again. That, uh, I really appreciate being able to be part of your conversation. And I just want to remind um, the, the uh, listeners that, um, yes, we might be an independent organization um, allowing access to students that can afford the fees. But at the end of the day, we are not able to hold back. Um, and... The, the ideal situation is that the offering that we give our students is the same or rather the public school offering is lifted so that it's the same as our offering. And all we're trying to do as an advertech organization is we're trying to align ourselves to global trends in education. We're trying to align ourselves to what is deemed to be very progressive and very cutting edge in terms of the offering that is, can be made in the classroom. And so this gap between private education and public school education, it is not our intention to increase the gap, but rather actually to narrow the gap. And we are looking at ways, even as an independent 
group of schools to assist in any possible way that we can, be it professional development or otherwise. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if any of our listeners you know, would like to maybe learn a bit more about the Advitic schools, uh, any contact details or maybe a website that uh, our listeners can visit? Yes, advitech.co.za, um, or they're welcome to contact Advitech directly at 011-676-8000. Okay, thanks very much. That was Mr. John Louise, who's the head of academics at the Advitech uh, Schools Division. Uh, thanks very much for your time, and we really appreciate uh, the information that you have shared, and we want to wish you everything of the best. And on that note, bid you a very good evening. Thank you so much, and all the best to you too and your viewers. Thanks, and your ve- thanks very much. Good evening to you, Thank sir. You. Well, my attention now goes to the SMS line. And just a reminder to our listeners, we're going to go quickly towards the Wakt of Maghrib, inshallah. Uh, you can send us your SMS to the SMS line, which is 47913. The SMS line, 47913. Now, there's an SMS here from 8447. It says, Assalamu alaikum, brother Ridwan and sister. Can we touch on the school holidays and how we can make it more progressive? Aggressive and form good fun groups and how can we use our masajid and public places for that shukran sharif and that comes from brother sharif you know we've gone past the holidays uh, the question is you know how can we use our public places i'm not too sure the schools uh, and also our masajid you know really you know to actually keep our kids uh, not entertained uh, but Use it progressively. Uh, maybe yes, a comment from your side. Shukran, Didwan. I think back when we were um, young, you know, our our masjid, our madrasas, you know, um, they had programs during the holiday, and it was either arts and crafts, and sometimes it was, you know, your kind of plays where you'd play out scenes from the history that you were taught. Um, the mu'alimas was there, the mu'alims were there. Um, sometimes you could play games, you know, some nice little board games, fun and games. But there was time set aside because you weren't coming to madrasa. It was it was holidays. <coughs> Map and so you know that was available in the community um, at your community centers. There was the coming play that used to come, Ridwan. Um, other groups, um, NGOs that would you know set up certain activities mostly focused on the primary school, I must say. Um, not too much on the high school, but it's a very good suggestion. And I think we should you know have a conversation around it. You know, how can we make better use of our community facilities to encourage you know our youth to not go astray during the holidays. Okay, shukran for that comment. Uh, Yasir, and a very big shukran to Buddha Sharif and our listeners for their participation to the program called Education in Daba here on The Voice of the Cape 91.3 FM Stereo. Now the SMS from 3996 says, Assalamu alaikum all. Irfan, the role of the principal at the school. Can we say that the school is as good as its principal? Great show. Take care. Now, I'm not sure if it comes from Irfan or maybe if it's addressed to Irfan, but Irfan will be uh, in studio with us a bit later, inshallah, but shukran for the SMS. Uh, yes, it's a good question. You know, can we say that a school is as good as its principal? I think I'm indifferent to that, Ridwan. You know, if you find yourself within the situation and in an environment, it's really difficult to say yay or nay to certain things. Obviously, you know, um, a good leader would run a good school. Sometimes there are situations where um, you're overrun by red tape, unfortunately, and a lot of people might not, you know, be okay with certain decisions taken higher up. Um, but I'm definitely indifferent to that, Ridwan. Okay, shukran for that, Yashira. And then just very quickly, our attention to some of the newspaper articles, uh, one particularly in the Free State, uh, you know, indicating that 
State exam markers are needed. Now, it seems as if in the Free State province there's a shortage of examination markers. I'm not too sure whether that applies in the Western Cape, but what I would like to speak about really is the issue around uh, that in the past, I think it was last year or not, or the year before, there was the issue around the testing of even now examination markers. I think that was the question which arose in the Western Cape. Uh, I would like to hear from any of our educators out there, or even of our matric markers, whether you would like to see your comment on that. You can send us your comment to the number 47913, the SMS line 47913. That was a bit of a hectic debate. I'm not too sure whether it's continuing this year, uh, but I'm almost sure uh, that uh, you know the Western Cape Education Department will require our matric markers to actually be tested themselves before they actually become markers. Then the Cape August, Friday, October the 9th says matrics get final push at the spring class. Education MEC Debbie Schaefer visited a spring school at Elsie's River High and said more than 17,000 pupils were attending the holiday program at 134 schools. So it seems as if the Western Cape Education Department has put in place spring schools, really uh, gearing our matrics for the final examinations. A quick comment maybe from your side, Yasira. Yes, Shukran Ridwan. Um, I think, you know, she has made mention of this at the beginning of the year already, saying she's going to make an asserted effort to provide resources to our matriculants, looking at um, the work times where there weren't educators available for the certain subjects, you know, children needed a bit of a push as stated in the newspaper you know around certain subjects um, better understanding of the concepts consolidation of that concepts and I think you know um, I must commend our matriculants Ridwan for engaging you know in the in the spring program not just staying at home and really being assertive enough to say look I need to go this is only five days of my life you know the, the knowledge that I'm going to gain within this time period you know will definitely be of value come the end of the year Ridwan matric exam well inshallah shukran for that so we certainly want to wish all our matriculants everything of the best.